If you want behind-the-scenes access, ad-free episodes, extended interviews, how-tos, and a ton of other surprises, support Clit Talk by joining our Clit Talk Confidential Members Only, a private safe space for our clitorati. Go right now to patreon.com backslash Clit Talk Confidential. And for $11.11, you can get all this and so much more. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today, yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked and For Your Wellness. Hey, Clitorati. So if you didn't catch last week's episode, go back to hear part one of our interview with Elizabeth April. This week, you can hear part two. We talk about all the differences between 3D and 5D sex and everything in between. Enjoy. Totally. So one thing I want to dive in with you a little bit about in your videos, you talk a lot about the difference between 3D versus 5D. And you really went into like, what is the difference between 3D sex and 5D sex? So first, like, what's the difference between 3D and 5D for people who don't know? And then let's talk about the difference of sex in each of those different um, existences, dimensions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we could talk all day about this, but 3D <laughs> essentially, 3D and 5D are just states of perception, right? It's just perceiving the world around you differently. Your world, the world around you doesn't change and, and, and eventually subliminally it will change, right? Moving into 5D. Um, but the 3D world is just kind of a reality in your own mind where there are a lot of limitations. There's a, and, and, and the limitations are based on the linear aspects of this reality, have or have not, right? Or man or woman, right? You got to choose one or the other, right? So that's like kind of more the 3D sort of mindset. 5D is limitless possibilities and everything could happen simultaneously. The past, the present, the future, all happening at once, right? Uh, Both genders happening at once, right? Sugar, you've got that on lockdown. So, you know, um, so that's, that's kind of 5D, right? Is being above the limitation. Um, so for those yeah. of you who can't see us, sugar's holding up the live long and prosper sign. Is that like it's always a rule? Star, Star Trek. Star Trek. I, okay. 100%. By so, the way, I love calling you. Okay. I, I have a habit of calling yeah. people by their last name and I just refer to you as April and I just want to make sure you're comfortable with that. Totally. Absolutely. Okay. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then 3d, 5d sex, kind of like the same thing, right? Like 3d is just, Oh, this is fitting in. This is conforming. This is fitting into the mold. This is what we should be doing. This is what my mother taught me I should do. You know, it's just, it's very limiting. It's very confining. Mm. It's very structured. It's very one or the other type of energy. Right. Mm. Um, and then 5d sex is kind of like what we've been talking about, right. Which is the, the Tantra and, and, you know, uh, orgasming without touching like that's such a bizarre concept but right. anything can exist anything does exist within this 5d realm there are zero limitations and that's what we really have to be understanding is is there is no sort of way that we need to do things in the 5d realm just like having a job 
Like there's no sort of way that we need to do things in the 5D realm with having a job. You can make money doing anything you want to do. You know, you don't have to just go into the office for a nine to five, you know, which is more of a 3D linear limiting sort of position that you could have as a, as a job. Right. Mm. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's a very untangible concept to think about 3D, 5D, but I guess that's the best way I could describe them both. Well, you just taught us onking. So onking is 5D. And Katie's Katie's obsessed. Like missionary is 3D. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so, and, and you know, the way that we can transmute anything in our life that's 3D and, you know, is just to be aware of it and recognize it, right? Mm-hmm. So 3D really exists within the programming, which is really just autopilot, right? Mm. So you wake up in the morning, you're like, yep, I'm a coffee drinker. So today I'm going to have a, you know, a cup of coffee. You can transmute that 3D programming of just drinking coffee every morning in the, you know, every day in the morning by questioning yourself. Do I really want a coffee today or do I prefer a tea instead? Boom. All of a sudden you're taking that very rudimentary, simple, you know, everyday moment and you're raising it to 5D because you're bringing in your consciousness. And when you bring in your conscious awareness into these rudimentary moments throughout your day, you're like, wow. I don't just have to have a coffee or a tea. I could have turmeric. I could have hot chocolate. I could have, you know, a latte. I could have anything I want to have because I'm boom, I'm in 5D and I have limitless, infinite possibilities in front of me. That's all 5D is, but we have to be consciously aware that we have the free will to choose anything we want to choose to create the reality that we want to create. And every day should be looking different. Even if every day you're in quarantine and you're like, you know what? I'm going to wear sweatpants today. Make a choice of which sweatpants you want to wear, which sweatpants are going to excite you the most, right? And that's going to put you into the present moment and allow you to hop into 5D frequency. You don't have to be all light and all love and all butterflies and rainbows to be 5D. You can have a shit-ass day and still make conscious choices. Well, great, Mm. because I wake up in a shit-ass mood about 69% of the time. (laughs) 69%. She doesn't have her jewel or her we don't work in the morning. You wow. admit it to our listeners. <laughs> Cut this shit out. I have to manage my brand, Mocha. I gotta manage we my brand. We don't talk to Sugar until about 10 when she has her, her jewel. Yes. Yeah. All right, that's a 3D. I get it. I get it. I get. I see where oh. I'm being 3D and I see where I'm being 5D. And well, I'm okay with it. that could be 5D, it. right? That could be 5D. It's your conscious choice. So is yeah, that... Exactly, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't book anything um, until ten a.m. And actually, I just booked in an interview, and they're in Bali, so it's like ten p.m. and like seven a.m. And I'm like, I am a grumpy freaking bear in the morning. There is oh, no yeah. way I'm going to wake up at six and do my makeup and get ready for seven. There's no. I mean, my wife was just laughing so hard. She's like, "There's no way you're going to do that." I'm like, "I know." <laughs> I called She's them like, That's rich. <laughs> That's me in the morning. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I love my first people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this for the people. So I think you, I think you really described it. But is there like a simple exercise that you know, Elizabeth, of for someone who's like, okay, I'm, I'm really committed to being more conscious and operating in five D. Is there something simple, like a little exercise that people can do to start to be more aware? Is there anything that you recommend? Um, I recommend daily check-ins. Is what I call it. 
And so, you know, you can start with three times a day, right? Morning, afternoon, and night. Most people only kind of get around to one time a day, which it takes two seconds to check in with yourself. Mm. Um, but I love checking in with my my human. Hey, Elizabeth, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm kind of sleepy. What do, what do you need for me to support you better? You know what I mean? Mm. And you take care of the physical. It doesn't have to be some spiritual, you know, crazy experience or tapping into the etheric realm to, to really bring it into 5D and consciousness. Mm. Um, you know, and then emotions. Hey, Elizabeth, how are you feeling emotionally? You know, what do you need from me to support you better today? Um, maybe it's a journal writing session, right? And then you take the actionable steps to bring yourself into alignment. And that's going to help you practice the awareness throughout the day. And maybe you have a crystal that you keep in your pocket. Maybe you have a sticky note on your computer. Maybe you have a sign on your fridge that allows, oh, check in, right? And I used to put these sticky notes everywhere, check in with myself. And mm. then now, you know, even just last night, I was going to bed and I just said, hey, Elizabeth, you know, I just want to say you're doing great work. I love you so much. And I felt Aww. this huge reverberation through my body. And I'm like, wow, it's probably been like three weeks since I've told myself I loved myself. And if it's been three weeks for me to say, to have that moment of I love you, what, where's the rest of the world, right? Mm. You know, we just don't take these split second thought awarenesses, you know, frequently enough. You you saying that, like, I almost like started crying. I'm like, I don't remember the last time I told myself yeah. that I loved my, I loved me. Like, yeah. even if you, if you just did that every day, imagine Huge. the difference. I also uh, used to take my clients through an exercise years ago where, and, and it was so uncomfortable for them, but this is um, the perfect podcast to, to relay this. Um, I would tell people, male or female, um, get a full-length mirror. Hopefully, you know, you have one. Get a full-length mirror, strip down, take off all your makeup, take off all your jewelry, take off all your clothes, put your hair up, and just look at yourself. Mm -hmm. And just tell yourself out loud that you love yourself. And oh. I had, you know, first couple of clients come back to me saying, I just stood there and I just cried for two yeah. hours and I just, I couldn't even get the words. Right. And then maybe by week three, they're like, you know, Elizabeth, I was, I was able to say it right out loud. I still cried, but I said it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's so much repression within us. There's so much, you know, even the concept of love itself, we have so many conditions on love. Right. And we don't even love ourselves unconditionally. So how can we expect to receive unconditional love from our partner or yeah. our friends or the world around us? Right. So yeah. stripping away all the layers. I mean, I'm like a little nudist, right? So I like run around. So is Lindsay. Me too. I'm such a nudist. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice. It's like so freeing. So, but for most people, they hide behind the layers. Right. Mm. And that's, and I can see how traumatizing that is to finally be be open, be free, be, be just bare bones, you know, for the first time in years, potentially. All right. I'm going to do that later today. And one of, one of the other things that we do, you know, specifically on this podcast is we literally will put our hands on our pussies and ask her, mm -hmm. like check in with her. And we've also done an exercise where you look at your gen, like your genitals, whether you, you know, whatever you have down there and, and you, and you really look at it and you see the beauty in it. And, um, and so I love like the, the, the art of putting those together, like looking at, you know, your core in that way and also just your whole being. I mean, mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing this afternoon. 
<laughs> stripping down and looking at yourself and, and loving myself. Saying I love you. Yeah. Maybe yeah. crying. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. I'm on my moon cycle and it's like the eve of Halloween and me and Lindsay are oh, blood yeah. sisters right now. We're both on I'm on cycle. my period too. And last weekend, um, I got really upset with myself. Um, I was on some psychedelic and I was saying out loud, I hate myself. Oh, wow. On repeat. Out loud. Mm. And I, um, oh, man, I was like, well, shit, where did that come from? Like, I'm the pussy empowered female. I'm a trained team management leadership communication coach. And here I am after six years of, of work. And there is this little part of me mm-hmm. that hates myself. And unfortunately, I was stuck in a flashback of like one of my rape incidences. And um, it was beautiful because I was surrounded by people who could talk me through it. But it was so vulnerable because they could hear my internal conversation. And I think that was my higher consciousness trying to call me out. Yeah. I need other people to hear this because this is so ridiculous, Madison. Yeah. I don't know who I am today. I'm Madison or I'm Sugar. We'll figure it out. (laughs) I think that was a Madison story. That was a Madison story for sure. So um, and it's been in the last three weeks that I've been really feeling this since my last minute. Mm -hmm. And and it feels like right away it comes to me as like, you're just purging out that old limiting belief, Mm -hmm. right? That's, you know, and you had to say that to release it. And October has been this crazy intense month Mm. of heaviness. I've been feeling anxious. My body is achy. You know, I've had old limiting beliefs coming through. I've been super apathetic and unmotivated. And um, I'll let you know that, you know, if I stub my toe or I knock over a glass of water or do something that isn't in the realm of perfectionism, because I have a bit of that perfectionistic control mechanism as well, as most humans do, um, instantly I'll catch myself in my mind saying, oh, you're such an idiot. And what I've been doing in the past year of like, oh, you're such an idiot. And those moments happen few and far between. But when they do, there's always this instant putting down, you know, you're such an idiot. Why, why did you, how could you do that? You know? And so I catch myself in that moment and I say, you're not an idiot. You were actually just really trying to do it in a very intelligent way. So why would you put yourself down? Right. And I, and I say that to my wife all the time. She's like, Oh, I'm so stupid. Like, why would I like, babe, you're not stupid. You Mm -hmm. were actually, you know, thinking about this in a very different way Mm -hmm. and it didn't work out and that's okay. You know, but don't put yourself down, right? So we've got to be calling ourselves out and catching ourselves on these old limiting beliefs that we've been holding um, probably since childhood, you know? You know that at Clip Talk, we have made a promise to only represent products that we authentically believe in and would personally use ourselves. That's why we're so excited to share Dr. Christy Funk's supplements with you. She's my mom's breast cancer doctor and is guiding my entire family to make better lifestyle choices to go with our genetics. I started using them myself and I love the fact that I know that they were created by a doctor who has personally put in the research so I know it's a quality product that I'm putting in my body. I mean, I'm all about biohacking health and I love to know that I can just have a cocktail and then take one of her Cosmo Companion supplements to offset the negative effects. I'm super excited for her multi-must-have. It's just like an awesome multivitamin. So ClitTalk signed up as an affiliate so that our Clitorati can get 10% off. So if you go to clittalkshow.com, 
com backslash discounts and just go there and get a discount. Because we're all going to be using them and so should you. Boom. You're welcome. Oh my God. I am obsessed with the Empress by Vush and vibrators a lot of times are too much for me. But the fact that this is a clitoral sucker has legitimately altered my masturbation experience. I love it because Ethan... <laughs> Literally lifts up the hood and like suck puts it on. It's our new favorite toy use in the bedroom because it's small too. So I can keep it on there while we're like, you know, doing it. I can't believe you both have said the word clitoral sucker. That's what it That's is. What it, is. <laughs> it even fits in a little purse. It's super clutch. So Clitorati, you get 65% off if you use our promo code CLITTALK. You're welcome. 65% off. That's fucking huge. 65 fucking percent off. That's a lot of fucking percentages off. Yeah. I don't know how we did that for you guys, but we did. <laughs> yeah. we. I don't know either. And I want to put one more thing because it's so funny that you're saying this because I literally was talking about this in therapy two weeks ago about blame. I was str- struggling with like... I caught myself talking mean to myself like that and blaming myself just to place blame somewhere. And mm-hmm. I also do that in my relationships with people that I'm mm-hmm. closest to is all, all, I need to find someone to blame when something doesn't go right. Instead of just, like you said, allowing it, it to be just what it is, that it's not anyone's fault necessarily. Um, it's just kind of how I make sense of the world is like, oh, whose fault is that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's very limiting um, thing that creates a lot of anxiety in my life and totally takes me out of being embodied, um, which mm-hmm. is something that I'm really, we're all really committed to on this show is like a journey of how do we stay embodied and connected to um, our source, you know, which mm-hmm. on the show is, is I think our pussy, you know, the root. Um, yeah. So well, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, you know, how you can transmute that because I've worked a lot with that blame kind of mechanism. And that's also a very traditional human aspect of how does, why is this happening? Let's make sense of it. Where's the root cause of it? It's got to be someone else, right? So how we can transmute that energy is understanding that everything that happens to you, you create it, right? Mm-hmm. So even things that feel completely unrelated to your your own creation some guy in traffic you know um uh bumpers you right in the back he hits you in the back and you're like man what an idiot like how could this guy do this whatever like why you know he was on his phone why couldn't he be more aware and then you realize actually i created this in my reality this is a shared experience i called this in so why why did i create this even though someone clearly did that to you right (laughs) Right. But why did you call that in into your reality? And once you start to, to understand the lessons behind the situations, even though it seems like you actually didn't do that thing, but that's created in your, you know, environment, um, then you start to learn the lessons and those things happen less and less, especially the repeated things happen less and less because you're finally learning the lessons. And I'm taking responsibility for this. Why did I create this? And I have one, one small um, story about this. I used to have group sessions where I would put 10 people, you know, in a zoom room and we would go through their questions. And, uh, and so the one day I had like 12 people show up 
and, you know, my assistant overbooked and I'm like, oh man, I don't have the energy for 12 people today. You know, this is going to be too much for me. All of a sudden three people didn't show up Mm. and I'm like, hmm, interesting. Mm -hmm. And in that moment I said, you know what, they didn't show up, but I'm going to take full responsibility for this. So I gave them a free ticket for, for another group session, even though they're one slept in one, you know, forgot the time, whatever it may be. But I took responsibility for that because I felt exhausted. I didn't want 12 people to show up and, you know, only nine people showed up. And I know that I created that, even though they took responsibility for that, I gave them that ticket because I knew that that's, that was what was best for me. Mm-hmm. And in the same vein of what you're saying, when I am, when I catch myself talking mean to myself, what I've been doing that's really been helping me, when I catch it is I go, cancel, 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 and I stomp it into the ground. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. something that's been really helpful. And the next step to the canceling and the clearing and the cord cutting, all of that that you're doing is mm-hmm. now you want to reprogram your mind. You're mm-hmm. stopping the old programming because you're being aware of it. You're canceling. That's great. Yeah. That's one step. But the second step is reprogramming your mind with love, with that unconditional love. Don't just cancel and get rid of it. Inject yourself (laughs) Uh with something else, right? Something of a higher vibration. Okay. Great quote. That's great. Yeah. So, and speaking of this, one thing that I know you're really passionate about and that I definitely want to lean into a little bit today is you really say like the future is fluid, can you can you talk to me a little bit about like it, I think fluidity is something that really exists in five D, but I want to talk about that like yes. really how that is that's the future that we're that we're moving towards. Yeah, so I mean the biggest problem with the three D world, right, and this old reality is that we're so stuck on labels, mm. right? Even the labels of I'm a woman who can't orgasm. The more that you say that you're a woman who can't orgasm, the more you're going to be a woman who can't orgasm, right? Yeah. So, you know, we got to get away from how we're categorizing our own life. Just like, I'm a woman who only likes men, you know, get away from that label. Because if you're like, I want freedom, I want unconditional love, I want, you know, Tantra or whatever it is in a relationship, then maybe you don't find that within a, you know, traditional labeled relationship of with a man, right? So we've got, if, you know, the biggest thing is getting away from the labels, getting away from the limitations. And moving into this realm of infinite possibilities, which is letting go of those labels and pigeonholing yourself, right? So right now what I'm feeling or what I'm seeing is um, these, this new generation, right? So I'm, I'm millennial, but then the Gen Z and even the generation below that, um, they are so fluid. They're these beautiful little children who sometimes they want to be a boy. Sometimes they want to be a girl. Sometimes they like girls. Sometimes they like boys, you know? And they're just completely fluid. And it's so important for parents to understand that they need to support their child, um, you know, in whatever it is that they're feeling in that moment. And of course, you know, it's a whole other conversation, but getting into transgender and, you know, um, the hormones and the treatments, that's a little bit more difficult because you have to make one decision or another. Mm. But I'm not talking about that, okay, because that's a whole other discussion. But essentially, the expression of self through the um, deterioration of the labels, right? Just like saying, I'm a coffee drinker. So you're locking yourself into drinking coffee for the rest of your life. Why not be a child? Why not have, you know, bring out your inner child and have hot chocolate one day, right? That's okay, right? You don't have to just commit yourself to coffee. And, um, and so I do the same thing with my diet. And so many people are like, oh, Elizabeth, you've got to be vegan, right? I mean, 
clearly you're a channeler and you're going into other realms and <laughs> you, you must, got, you know, be, vegan. I must be a vegan. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And it's the most shocking thing. And, and they're like, well, what are you then? Are you pescatarian, vegetarian, vegan? You know, what are you, are you keto? And I'm like, I'm intuitive. <laughs> you know, my diet is intuitive. And they're like, what? Wow. What does intuitive diet mean? And I'm like, I just feed my body what it wants. And I ask my body every week what it needs. And every week it's something different. Maybe mm. one week it's pistachios and one week it's bananas and one week it's mangoes. But hey, you know, it's whatever it needs, right? So, um, so I'm really trying to break people away from these limiting aspects of their life. Mm. And, you know, the whole LGBTQIAZB fuck it. Screw it all. Right. Like why we're trying to be more inclusive within society. And yet we're adding more labels and separating ourselves even further from being one and within unity with the rest of society. So I don't really agree with the whole LGBTQ movement. Why can't, why do we have to label as bi? I hate that label as bi. You know, why can't we just love another human being? What if that human being it doesn't have a gender. What if they're asexual? What if, you know, like, why do we have to label? Right. So, you know, the future is fluid and that's Mm. fluidity within all aspects. Same thing with the spiritual, you know, oh, well, I'm a medium. Well, man, if you can tap into ghosts and spirits, why not tap into extraterrestrials? Why not explore past lifetimes? Why not go into the astral realms? You know, why limit yourself in just being a medium or just being a psychic or just being, you know, a hypnotherapist, you know, why not explore? at all right so i am totally this person who wants to break through all of these boundaries um to to create this energy of fluidity no matter what it is that you you know gravitate towards Mm. in that moment where we need to be living from moment to moment Mm. rather than locking ourselves into these labels and yeah for me it's kind of been difficult you know, to even define myself. What, what am I? Am I a psychic? Am I a Mm. paradigm shifter? Am I what? I mean, society doesn't know how to interpret me because I don't want to be interpreted in just one way. So it's Mm. kind of been difficult to, to, you know, present myself in the public in this very fluid, you know, um, undefined way Mm. and, and have the public want to define me. Mm. Um, but for the most part, the people that I do have in my vicinity, um, have accepted, me as whoever I show up to, you know, one day more androgynous, one day more girly, you know, whatever it may be. Right. Well, and one of one of the things and one of the reasons why I love you and the way that you deliver is you say all the time, you're like, don't believe what I'm saying. Go <laughs> and check in with your own intuition and believe what feels good for you. And yeah. so I just love that that's such a huge part of your commitment and what you share with people on a regular basis is like, go in, like check your own intuition. Don't ever believe what I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying what I'm saying, check in for yourself. And I really do get like, that is your access to this 5D like way of being around our sex, around our fluidity, around all of it is like, even right now, like, don't believe what we're saying, like check in with yourself. Like, how is this conversation landing for you right now? Yeah, and that's, that's and that's what I love. Um, the other thing mm-hmm. that I wanted to put in as a response to what you said is we've had people come on the show and be like, I don't want to be labeled like you just said. And we've had other people come on the show and be like, these labels gave me so much freedom to understand myself. So I think that... Um, and for people who don't... Who like have a child who is um, falls somewhere on the LGBT you know s- spectrum that um, it helps them understand, you know, breaking out of that... 
as you say, 3D to that 5D, it does help teach um, and break break down those boundaries. But I think it's a really slow roll in which you're, mm-hmm. what you're saying is speaking of that the future is fluid, which I do believe that the generations below us are bringing that for sure. And it's yeah. so important. Yeah. Um, well, there's just not, not as much... Ju- I, I see like a world with fluidity is a world with a lot less judgment. Yeah, yeah, freedom, you know, just, I was yeah. with a bunch of Gen Zers because my sister is like the <laughs> oldest kind of Gen, oh, not, is it Gen Z or Gen X? Who's below millennial? Yeah, Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z. So my sister yep. used to be a millennial until 2020 and then it spiked her to be like the oldest kind of, of the, the lower generation, younger generation. Yep. And I was just with her, she's a little Libra, a couple weeks ago for her birthday with her <laughs> three, three best friends who are all her same age. And like, I just learned a lot. I'm an old, I'm not an, I'm a medium millennial. I'm on the older side. I'm like right in the middle. I mm-hmm. learned that portrait mode is not a thing to Gen Zers. Like if they made, gave me shit for taking pictures on portrait mode. I was like, what? I love I portrait love mode. portrait mode. I know, but we're not. Like, like a professional That's a, photographer. Right. I don't know how to get like, Botox in portrait mode. Well, they're just different. They think differently. And also yeah. like my sister will dress in her boyfriend's clothes one day. And then my sister will dress in like a babushka outfit and that like a little pink dress looking like an adorable little Russian doll, super girly. And it inspired me. Um, I used to like totally relate as bisexual, bisexual, bisexual. And then I found like the only word that like kind of makes me show puts out there my openness and fluidity is omni because it's like kind of everything. But even that's a label in itself of saying, okay, I'm labeling myself as somebody who is open to any energy as long as it's in alignment with my values, my core values and feels good. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, the the future being fluid, like I see an opportunity for myself to even become like ride that wake or ride that yeah. wave mm-hmm. and there's a power that could happen from this gen z um um group that they that they can be so powerful that we all catch the wave but what i love what i want to bring it back to and what i would love to like leave this conversation and the people with is like you know really what i'm left with after this conversation and thank you so much for taking your time elizabeth today to come and and talk with us and just be willing i know this is like you're like all right we're leading into the sex talk today and, and <laughs> thank you so much for being so open and really what i'm left with is is like you know going into your core knowing what your truth is and checking in on a regular basis and like loving yourself is like really mm-hmm. where it all systemically starts um and i and i love that and i love that that is the messaging that we got to today. Um, and I think that, that, you know, this conversation was a huge reminder to me of that. I need to love myself and I'm, I am going to, I am literally going to sit in front of the mirror today and, and, and tell myself that. Um, and so, yes, yeah, just thank you so much for being here today, Elizabeth. Um, tell our listeners, you know, if they want to connect to you, you know, what's the best way for people to connect to you? I know you have an ex- a, an amazing YouTube channel where you do like share with everyone a little bit about you and your work and how, how what's the best way for people to connect to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely, you know, free content, social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, tons and tons of binge worthy, you know, uh, content and information and videos out there. If you want to dive deeper, I do have a YouTube membership um, platform as well, just $10 a month. And then, you know, I kind of put out channelings and other things on that platform. And then um, I really worked hard at developing a course 
um, and it's an eight-week program, and it actually shifts you from the third dimension frequency into the fifth dimension frequency. Oh, amazing. So it's literally called the 3D to 5D Shift Masterclass. Everyone needs that right now. Um, even super aware people, because it allows you to deal with your emotions, your reactions, your attachments, and all of that stuff, your limiting beliefs, your traumas, you know, um, people who have hurt you before, you know, it really allows you to deal with that, see that, confront it, purge it, release it, so that you no longer have any baggage moving into this new year and this new energy. So that I highly recommend. Um, and you can find that on my website, which is just elizabethapril.com. And then I'm also working really hard at releasing uh, my first book as well, which is going to be coming out in 2021. So uh, lots of really oh, cool awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Sign me up yep. for that eight-week course. That just, that was like, yeah, touched totally. on every single concern I raised in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. We talked, we like talked to you way longer than we were planning to because the conversation was just so good. Um, please check out her stuff. I'm a huge fan. I love your work. Um, and just it, this was this was so amazing to have you on the show. And we really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you so, it was so much. much yeah. fun. Thank yeah. you, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with that, Clitorati, we're going to see you next Tuesday. We love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clit Talk Show for your clit fix in between episodes.